All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Next time somebody says St. Louis... What St. Louis got? Well, it's got Java goodness. I was roaming St. Louis this week, and I ended up slurping cups of Joe and getting an afternoon caffeine buzz. Well, this week I'm at the Caldi's Roastery near the Grove neighborhood off Van Deventer with Andrew McCaslin. He is the director of coffee and training. Good combination. Andrew, thanks so much for being with me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Where does the name come from, Caldi? So the story of the discovery of coffee is that there was an Abyssinian or Ethiopian goat herder named Kaldi. And Kaldi one day was trying to herd his goats back, and they just wouldn't come. And he finds them eating something from a bush. Turns out what they were eating were coffee cherries. At the time, Kaldi didn't know, but what happened was a little bit later, he noticed his goats were a little bit more active and dancing around and had a lot of energy. So Kaldi decides to go back to that same tree or bush and try those cherries that were on it. Takes these back to his village, gives them to some of the village elders who they kind of hated it, so they throw it into a fire that was going. And we all know what happens when coffee is introduced to fire. It begins to roast, and they smell this wonderful fragrance coming off, and that is the discovery of coffee. Do you think that's a true story? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But, uh, you know, that story it's belongs a great to everybody story, in coffee. Yep, it's yep. still a great story, yeah. and it's a great uh, subtext for the name. The reason that I got onto Caldi's was that I read about your cuppings. Yes. What is a cupping? We do actually free public cuppings every Friday, 2 o'clock. So if you or anybody else wants to come join, feel free. So cupping... Uh, for us in the coffee industry is a way to evaluate coffee as objectively as possible. So we take coffee, we put it in a cupping bowl. Now every bowl has the exact same amount of coffee and it'll have the exact same amount of water. We let it steep for four minutes and then we break the crust. When we do that, we're evaluating the aroma and then we let that coffee cool a little bit and we begin to taste it where we then begin to evaluate acidity and sweetness and body, um, as well as the balance between all of those characteristics. And we grade it, we score it. And now those scores are used to help us make decisions about whether or not we wanna maybe bring a coffee in or whether or not we like a certain roast profile with that coffee. Sounds like a little bit of a combination of, of wine tasting and focus group. <laughs> Definitely. That's, that's what it seems like to Definitely. me. Definitely, yeah. So when it comes to wine, you have people who are kind of expert at telling, you know, where a wine came from, obviously what kind it is. But with coffee, is that a similar thing where you have to develop, you know, a a skill to do it? Absolutely. You know, you don't just come in and know how to cup coffee. There's going to be a, a progression that you need to go through to really develop your palate and learn what each origin is going to offer you or even like what different quality levels you need in order to create a blend or to have for your single origin offerings. 
And so here, um, we do have a Q grader, and it's one of the owners of Caldi's, Tyler Zimmer. And um, he has been, well, teaching me how to cup over the past few years and has a palate that really knows how to discern different types of acidity, different types of sweetness. Um, and, and a Q grader like Tyler will be able to evaluate these coffees and give valid feedback to importers or exporters we work with and producers. I've worked with wine and had to teach people about it. And yeah, it's kind of funny some of the descriptions that the sommeliers come up with, like mm -hmm. uh, dirt. Yep. <laughs> so do you have like funny descriptions like that for the taste of coffee? I think sometimes, you know, you might have individual cuppers who have wild descriptions. Um, I, my personal preference, I do try to keep things simple so that if I do have to talk to someone else about flavors of coffee, it's rather straightforward. But you have some adventurous cuppers out there that will definitely come up with notes that are representative of that coffee, but they're out there. I think we've, we've had like Laffy Taffy, Jolly Ranchers. Uh, so you do, you do uh, run into cuppers that have some pretty wild notes out there. Is there a name for a coffee expert like a sommelier in wine? So they would be called Q graders. Okay. And the Q graders, uh, like Tyler, they go through um, a course uh, or courses. Um, and then at the end of those courses, they actually have to be tested. And then every, I believe now it's every three years, they have to recertify. So you have to recertify to get your Q and keep it. I think you might try to come up with a new name. I think sommelier is just, you know... <laughs> yeah, a little. Q grader sounds a little mathematical. Yeah, I'll get with my guy. Yeah, good. I was under the impression that Caldi's was a national chain. I'm not sure what made me think that, but I'm glad to learn that it's more local and it started in St. Louis. So what was the origin of Caldi's Coffee? Yeah, so definitely, you know, we are focused on St. Louis and the Midwest um, and the original Caldi's Coffee started in 1994 on 700 Des Moines Avenue. So if you ever go in and you get our espresso, it'll say Espresso 700. Well, that name is just kind of an homage, a throwback to the address of our first location. Um, and from there, we started roasting coffee right out of that small cafe. And then over time, we've been able to grow uh, into the roaster you see now. Um, we have multiple cafes here in the area. And we've recently been able to kind of find opportunities out in Atlanta. So you'll find us out there uh, on Emory's campus, Emory University. And so that's really where we're at. We're here in St. Louis and some surrounding areas like Chesterfield, Kirkwood. We recently opened our first drive-through in Ellisville. Um, and then we're focused out there in Atlanta as well. So a little bit national with the Atlanta thing. Andrew, if you had to pick one way, how do St. Louisans take their coffee? A trend that's grown even nationally is cold brew. I mean, that's been just a huge, huge growth curve in terms of how people are drinking their coffee here in St. Louis and elsewhere. But I would say black coffee still uh, a tried and true favorite, and then cold brew is quickly catching up. I was going to guess black coffee for the Midwest. Uh, but cold brew, I'm not familiar with the differentiation of that let's say, versus iced coffee or any of those other things. So what exactly is cold brew coffee? The difference between it and iced coffee. Iced coffee can sometimes be brewed coffee, hot brewed coffee, just iced down, right? So poured over ice afterwards or coffee that you might start brewing hot and then 
as you're brewing it, part of the water you would typically use is actually just gonna be ice that then helps dilute um, and cool the beverage down afterwards. Well, cold brew coffee, so when you take all of your coffee, you grind it nice and coarse, and you let that coffee sit with all of the water that you're gonna use to actually brew it in a container for a long period of time to help achieve a final product that's very smooth, can be very chocolatey. Typically, it has a little bit of a lower acidity. By brewing it at those colder temperatures, you end up pulling out different types of flavors than you would if you were brewing it at uh, 200 degrees Fahrenheit. Andrew McCaslin from Caldi's. We'll learn more about coffee coming up in the next hour at 920. And anything you miss, you can hear on the Odyssey app and, of course, at camox.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.